Blog Talk Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black talk, we are on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black talk, we are on table talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human. Red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black. You put in the West on me. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, yeah. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. It's here to show. It's here to unify black people. Yeah. It's here to get you inside, get you more today. Black soap, you're on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black soap, you're on table talk radio. The show is about to start. Black soap, you're on table talk radio. Listen and get inspired. Oh, yes. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth, with your hosts, Adrian Charleston, True Butterfly, Barbara, the Country Cleaning Lady, and Miss Allie, the Communicator. And I'm just your moderator slash producer, just some guy named Jay, like I've always been. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe, which I believe now is not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian, but hey, we're going to put on a great show just as good as all those people too, so don't judge us. So listen up. For tonight's main topic, we will discuss ways to teach and raise the babies in this corrupt society, among other things. Also joining us is prominent businesswoman Red Field of FFM Enterprise. But before we get into all that, I want to say that you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, Fairy World. Yes, yes. All right, let's get ready for the show and bring on the hostess. Barbara, the country cleaning lady. Coon evening. Coon evening. <laughs> now, how are you doing on this fine, lovely coon evening? I'm doing fine. Happy Thanksgiving to you, or whatever you call it as a um vegan. Happy vegan day to you. 
happy for you. <laughs> I feel just like you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I said what? <laughs> I, that's I, why I said that because you don't eat everything. No, you don't. You don't eat it the yeah. same way. That's why I said happy vegan day to you. Happy I mean, happy slaughtering of the indigenous people of this land day. Mm, that's what it is. Well, see. The white folk. Oh, yeah. One love to America. All right, let's go ahead and bring on other hostesses. I said other ones. Oops. (laughs) We're going to do the show anyway. Miss Allie, the communicator. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Now, Miss Sally, how are you doing? I'm good. Hey. Hey. Good, good. (laughs) Now, you know, I know you got some things you want to say about this uh, topic that we're going to do later on in the show. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. I I know, Bab, you do too. (laughs) (laughs) Bab, you ready? I know. Mm. Now, let's turn the volume up so we can hear the butterfly. You know, butterflies, they, they're, they're small insects, and they make little noises. But not this, not, well, I think they make noise. I don't know what they make, but we'll see what this butterfly says. <laughs> <laughs> butterflies make noises. This one does. Yeah. You are so silly. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, Miss Adrian. Hey, oh, totally how are y'all? Good, good. I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm tired. I started to not call in tonight, so but I'm okay. I'm oh. here. We'll see if I make it through the whole show. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Butterflies have long lifespans, so you'll definitely make it. Yeah. But we got to rest sometimes too, so. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on our guest, Red Fields. Miss Red, how you doing? I'm all right, Jay. How are you? We're just doing a show. How's everybody else doing? Doing fine. How are you? Great. I'm all right. I'm all right. All right. Now, now, Red, I know you listen to the show uh, often, so you know how this goes down. But for the people listening, this is what we do. Barbara, the country cleaning lady, will put Red in the hot seat and uh, ask her some questions. Around 930, we'll take calls from the audience. Uh, after the calls, we will... Uh, you know, take our first break. Oh, we'll also get to the topic too. If you if you don't have any specific questions for Red, uh, we'll get into our break around ten o'clock. After the break, we have Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. After Butterfly Flow, we have Plug Away. Plug Away for all those people that want to plug their businesses, products, services, brands, whatever you want to do. Plug during that window. After that window closes, we'll get back into our topic, and the main topic is. How can we better raise and protect and teach 
the children in this corrupt society. And uh, and then that's our show. So uh, so Red, are you ready for this? Yes. Yes, yes. All right, Barbara. All right. Well, welcome to the hot seat, Miss Red. And she is the CEO, you guys, of FFM Enterprises. My first question to you is, where did the nickname Red come from? Um, My skin color. I'm very light-skinned, so it's like all light-skinned people get the nickname Red, almost. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> y'all thought it was something spectacular. Hey. I mean, really? <clears throat> for real, really? that's the reason it's called red, and a lot of red people that people that I know that with the nickname red, they are red. So I like everybody just call red people red, especially down here in the south. Now, damn. Now, see, I thought it was something tight, like you know, something you done done to somebody, and it was a, a moniker given to you, some of the color of your skin. Now, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you to start FFM Enterprises and its name? Um, Basically, everything seen from a family name is um, Phil's Family Mafia. We just took, me and my cousin just took our last name and started branding it. And I I took FFM Enterprise to separate it from the family. So it's like family brand and it's a business brand, but the business brand is all mine. What kind of products and services do you offer through FFM Enterprise? We are we offer marketing services like social media marketing. Uh, we do um, event marketing, where you know we um, teach people how to vend events like at um, festivals, flea markets. We do um, self branding, where we show you how to customize your own branding products, like business cards and postcards and stuff of that nature. And we do have departments where we offer them as a service a service as well. Okay, and then you know most clients are overwhelmed with aspiration and goals for their business. They see more than what they can actually bring in in their first year. How do you motivate them to make realistic and productive goals? Um, I basically would tell them, you know what I'm saying. First is to do what works for you, not what works for anybody else. You can take what other people are doing as an example to what you can do for yourself, but everybody mm-hmm. else's results are not your results. So you have to be first be true to yourself and your vision and your goals. That's my first thing I would tell That's you. right, girl. Yeah. And see, exposure, demographic, these are aspects that help you plan to be an effective business and to attract quality clientele. What's the difference between, because a lot of people in business that started so early don't understand this. What's the difference between quality clientele and having a quantity of clients? Quality, um, I would say, are your loyal clientele, those who are going to stick beside you no matter what. And just a large, because you could have a whole bunch of people on your organ or as clients, and they really just don't do nothing. Because, yeah, like, for right. example, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I've had clients where 
they just pay me every month, but they're not committing to the, they're not going through with meetings that they call me to set up. You know what I'm saying? They're not going through mm-hmm. with the advice or the strategy that we have in place for the company to grow. So it's all about people who want it and are actually doing real, who are actually wanting it and doing what you're saying. If you call me for my marketing help, why not do what you're paying me for? Why not take right. the information that you're paying me for and use it? So that's the difference. So if they're that's actually right. taking what they're paying for and using it, then I would rather have them by somebody who's just there for a hookup. Or I, I don't want your money if you're just if you're not going to use what I'm offering. And that's and that's one of the main things that a lot of businesses miss and why they fail within the first to five years because they're not using that concept. It's it's not just enough to have a lot of money coming in and a lot of clients. Right. You need to have that loyal one. Like I always say, since I've been up here on the show, you have that loyal four or five that no matter what go on, they're looking for more business for you, and they keep you right. doing things to keep you motivated, and you keep them happy, which keeps them motivated to keep paying right. you. And right. a lot of businesses exactly. don't get that concept, so I'm glad you're saying that. And then, too, being competitive in your profession, which has a lot, a multitude of talented people that do what you do, it has its ups and downs. Give me two of your positives and two of your negatives for your business. My positives um, is basically being being me, being authentic, because that's what makes you stand out more than anything than following the crowd or doing what somebody else is doing. And... The um, second is believing in me, believing, just trying to focus on my plate. No matter what's around you, no matter what the competition is doing, no matter what they're saying or whatever, it's basically staying focused on what you have going on and being true to what you have going on. Now, the negative is having people duplicate what you got going on and not giving you the credit for it. That's the main negative. Mm-hmm. So when you see people duplicating what you got going on and they're not really – giving you your due credit, it just shows you that what you have going on is worth keep pushing. And that's my motivation, and that's what I do. People have been mocking me since I began. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. I keep, that's what keeps me going. I know my system is duplicatable, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why I'm going back and make sure everything is copyrighted, making sure I have rights to everything so now I can mm-hmm. sell it. Just like net, that's network marketing. I have a system that I can sell that can be duplicated. Mm-hmm. Right. And what about the black community? How do they respond to your company where you're located? Where I'm located, um, it's kind of tarnished right here where I'm located. I've been here too long. Actually, I'm looking to leave. You know, so I'm not the one to just be in one area. I I love to travel, so, and I have all mm-hmm. my people are spread it out. So it's like I'm in one area right now, but this is not where I'll be at in 2019. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but here... Here is a lot of competition. It's a lot of buddy buddy. It's a lot of squads. If you're not already in, you're you're kind of on the outside. So I don't look here. I don't even do no business with nobody in the city that I'm located in right now. Wow, wow. Every everything is is outreach. Out my network is not where I'm located. So, mm-hmm. does that bother you? I mean, because you would expect. Since everybody yell about black power, you would expect where every black business is that some of the black people are reaching out to. It does that bother you that they don't? No, because I've learned that we are our business, our biggest downfall. Okay. Us as black people, we are that. That's you know what I'm saying. It doesn't. 
it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it hurts my nerves sometimes, but it doesn't surprise me. And it doesn't bother me. I've just learned to, you know, do business with the ones that are all about the black community, that are actually trying, that are actually doing real business. And the mm-hmm. other ones, they're going to weed out and cure themselves off. Right. And if I wanted to seek your services, how would I go about doing that? And somebody's asking me in my in my inbox, would they have to put down any money to seek your services? Um, no, all of that I would ask is that they invest in a marketing consultant first, which is twenty five dollars for forty five minutes where we'll sit down mm-hmm. and discuss all your questions, what your plans are, what your ideas are, and we'll come up with a strategy and a plan to see how we can help you. And if we can't help you, we have the network that can help you. Okay. <clears throat> have there been any ideas that somebody has offered you that you knew weren't good ideas, but you went along with them anyway? Yes. What did you do with that client? I mean, how did you handle that situation? Um, I kind of just went along with it, but at the same time, try to throw in advice and, you know, my opinion to see how they would take to it or see if they would adjust. And after a while, like I said, it just weed themselves out. I try to give everybody a chance. I just let, I just wanted to let people kill themselves off. If they're doing real business and they're really real about what they have going on, you will know. Time will tell. Mm-hmm. Time will tell. Yep. Wow. Because, I mean, I mean, as far as marketing goes, do you have a staff with you or you just you work on it by yourself? Other than your family, you say, I mean, a real staff. you have anybody else outside family that work with you? Right now I'm in the midst of putting, like, my teammates over certain in positions to control certain things so I won't be the only one handling everything. But, yes, I run majority of everything of my business 100% because I feel like you – can't keep, you can't hand your business, your baby, over to somebody else if you don't know how to do it. You right. got to know something about that area. So just like, for example, with my music department, I put um, independent artist Mount Nas as manager to kind of manage the team so I won't have to deal so much on the music. I can focus on other areas in my marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Because investing is another big, another big thing that I've seen um, small business not do. I mean, those that can, because when I came into the business 19 years ago, um, what I do, I uh, mm-hmm. didn't have that outlet of a finance to be able to invest because my parents had ruined my name and my credit. But for those who right. can invest, do you offer that to them? Because, you know, I've seen a lot of them that I've bidded with over the years at government contracts, city contracts. They've made close to a meal, if not that, and they end up wasting it instead of investing that money um, to keep it building. Then you get mad when you see other white business owners, like the one I used to work for years ago. He invests his money in the properties, vehicles, other things to keep the money coming in. Is that one of the main things that you tell your clientele to make sure once you hit a plateau, like you're saying, you hit, you don't understand one spot. Once you hit a plateau, you need to start considering your future of the business, not whether the business is going to continue, but can you take other aspects of it and use it to continue? Do right, you let right, them yes. know that as well? Yes, I do let them know 
I give them the information, uh, the people who I feel is the best that can advise them in that area, the people who I may use or or know for a fact that is valuable and valid in that area, and for sure, because that's what I, I still have to do that. I still have to invest in, in ways to increase the brand. That's why I've got the different platforms. That's why i got the different mm-hmm. outlets to where it'll bring in different sources, different income. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing it all under one breath. I'm not, right. you know, I'm not splitting it up, making one business here and one business there. No, my main business is the marketing advertising agency, but we have mm-hmm. all these different other outlets that brings the attention right back to the main focus. Right. Because sometimes it does that. It, it takes on its whole own self. Like I have a cleaning company, but I end up doing home care. I end up doing um, right. Care. I end up doing everything because it still falls under the same umbrella. It's just these umbrella. people come with those different aspect problems. Exactly. And that's exactly what I did with my advertising agency. Everybody, mm-hmm. like I have, I have models, I have clothes, apparel, everything just mm-hmm. has its own department, which, which mm-hmm. divides everybody in their appropriate industry. That's why I say we do it all because we have, we have different skills mm-hmm. and we have different trades. We're not just doing mm-hmm. marketing. We got our hands in modeling. We got our hands in music. We got our hands over here. You know what I'm saying? Like almost mm-hmm. like a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. And you really don't mean to do it. It's just that some people fall into that umbrella to where they category, have a whole lot right. of things here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And if they don't know where else to go, exactly. you know, we had that information. That's good that you give exactly. that to them. Well, let right. me ask you a exactly. question. Why did you leave talk radio? Why did I who? Leave talk radio. Why do I need it or why do I do it? I said, why did you leave it? Why you did were I leave program it? program director, yeah, and talk radio. Yeah, why? I was, um, it wasn't really talk radio. It was just an online radio um, station where they just played indie music, um, oh. indie artist music, and they had an app. And what I did, I ran, first I started their, I ran their street team. Then I moved to running their website which where I just everybody that had a had music I was plugging their artist page on the website. I mean I really I was doing the whole website really. So I mm-hmm. left there um on basically just some differences between me and the and the client. Um well would you ever like use said, that again to promote what you're doing now? Besides from doing interviews with us and others? Um, you saying would I use them? Um, no. No. Actually I just kinda had him re kinda come back in, but they didn't approach me right, so I say no. Okay. Well let me ask you the question that we got going now for the forum because I want your point to see you spoke to us last week we were talking about the kids as well. How mm-hmm. would you raise good kids in a corrupt society? Um, basically I can just say what I'm doing for mine. I am an old school parent and basically only thing I can do is control what mine do. And everything starts at home. No matter what these kids go outside the home and do, at some point if they're not hearing some if they not if they don't if they've never heard somebody giving them direction or trying to give them guidance or correcting them when they're wrong they're not. It's not going to be refreshed when they're out in the streets and faced with these stuff, this type of stuff. That's how I feel. And even dealing with my 11 year old, I feel like she's like I done dealt with a teenager already. 
<laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but I know I have to be strict and stick to what I want my child to be, how I want to parent my child, because mm-hmm. it is a lot of outside influence, not just society. Is you have to be mm-hmm. careful about who you let keep your kids. Right. You have to be careful. Even you know what I'm saying. You have to be careful about who you let them go spend time with. All this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of things that play in it. That's why I say you got to try to instill in your kids and constantly correct them, constantly discipline, constantly be on them. That's what mm-hmm. I feel. I'm an old school parent, so my daughter can't stand me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my daughter can't that's, that's stand how me. I go. But what I about when they care. bring them home? I mean, you know, what about when they bring them home? That's a whole, it's a whole new genre of that now. You know, they they may end up being good kids, but the kid, your right. children bring them home for you to raise, you know. And I've right. had that happen to me more times than I can count, you right. know. And you right. wonder what is going on, but you figure if I don't step in and show this child the way I raise man the way I want my house, this child going to turn my child to doing what they doing. I mean, do you ever worry about that? Because hey. I know I did. Myself. Listen, I've I've listen, I've done with it I've dealt with it personally and I'm still kinda of dealing with it personally. That's why you have to instill it in your child. You have to pull your child to the side of either you gotta choke them or shake them. Look, I don't care about what you see or what's going on or what this one is allowed to do. You are my child, I am your parent and this is how it's gonna go. You know right. what I'm saying? That's that's just until you can get out of that situation yeah. to where it's just your child. But you can't you can't control the t- situation or control what your child do until it's just like really just you and your child because you can't have the outside influence when it comes to mm-hmm. you and your child. What about the space? You I know, that, that's the new thing now for this generation, giving their child their space and um, privacy. Um, How you feel about that? Because, honey, I know I told them many days on this show, I will pull the door the door off the hinge. Oh, yeah. And leave you with oh. no pay. You ain't paid for shit, Randy. I will right. take the door off the hinges oh, until your punishment was over. So, what you feel about that with the privacy and giving them space? What you think? That's right, it's, girl. It's like, child. it's like, it's like, it's. I don't know. You got to know your child for real. If you know your child sneaky, mm-hmm. your child don't need no space. <laughs> that's just that's just being real. But um, with me with the privacy thing, I let her like she does have a little a little Obama phone. She has a free phone. I don't pay for that. Let me throw that out there. Too many parents are paying for cell phones for children. <laughs> but, okay. Um, <laughs> she has a little uh, phone, but I let her I let her talk on it. I let her text. You know what I'm saying? She does the mm-hmm. little musically, but every once in a while, I make sure I do a check. You feel mm-hmm. me? If not every other day or every day, I make sure I do a check. Even with home, at home, she has a diary that she write in. Oh, I do a mm-hmm. check. I read diaries mm-hmm. too. You know what I'm saying? But in a way, that's that's for me knowing what's going on because a lot of times she won't talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but she will write in her journal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She will get on her phone, you know what I'm saying, do little things. So I have to check all those things. Ain't no problem. Mm-hmm. Ain't no problem. Mm-hmm. I get into. I hop in the shower with her sometimes to make sure she's washing her body right. Ain't no problem. <laughs> I see. You know what? Yeah, we grew up with the same grandparents, no girl. I don't know where the hell they get this mess from about giving them space and opportunity. But I, I, all I see is opportunity for problems. As long as you sitting there, right. once you hit 18, I'm right. back on. You know, soft. Right. Don't do nothing yeah. stupid. 
But yeah. but before yeah. that time frame, oh hell to the hell yep. country no. Ain't no such yep. thing between no zero and eighteen, you get some privacy yep. and some space. I wish the hell you would. <laughs> Shit. Yep. I'm just I'm glad I'm not by myself. I'm just glad. Thank you. Thank you, Red. <laughs> I told you, I'm an old school fan. I was raised old yes, school ma'am. Child. I mean, that's, Yes, I, ma'am. I, I, listen, I love it all day by it's this new school parenting. Mm-hmm. Y'all can have that all day. Old school me all day, boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I thank you for no, the interview, no. honey. I appreciate that. Go ahead, Jay. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Now, if you want to talk to Red or talk to us, give us a call at 929 3872. That's if you're streaming from the link from the website, if you're listening from an app or something like that. Give us a call at 929 477 3872. And if you've already called in, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press one and we'll bring you on. That's all you have to do. So if you're streaming from your phone and you want to ask Red some questions about our business or if you want to talk about the topic, you know how to how to raise how to better raise children in this new this, this corrupt society. Just press one. All right, Miss Allie, the communicator. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, you have anything on your mind? Anything you want to ask, Red? Um, you know, but um, I'm not sure if I want to ask anything. But um, Red, I um, hear everything. I was on your page. Um, y'all make sure you go to um, her actual page. I'll have to put this link up here and make sure you like it. And um, But I, you know what? I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, and I, you know what? I guess I will ask this because I don't know if you mentioned this. Um, as far as you being an entrepreneur, did you go to school for any of that? What did you do to get yes, started um, in your business? Yes, I actually did. I've been going to, I've been doing taking classes, marketing classes, business classes since um like 2004. No, I don't have a actual degree, diploma in it. But what I did is before I actually started my business, officially started it, I just tested it. I tested what mm-hmm. I could do with um, two independent business owners and their products. They had one had mm-hmm. skins, one had candy apples, and mm-hmm. I just started in the streets. Really, I didn't even start on social media. I started in the streets at flea markets and community markets. So, mm-hmm. and we just went from there. And that way, I knew what I had was worth keep going. And I just been building and trying to do everything right since then. That's awesome. And you know, Red, uh, one reason why I asked you that. Because uh, I've been thinking about that lately. Some of the most intelligent people, some of the most go-getter people that I ever met, have been ones that actually don't have a degree. And right. um, I just think everything that you said, um, a lot of people need to listen to that. Because I've been to college, and one of the downfalls for me going to college is feeling like after I graduated, like something was about to be handed to me, and then it wasn't. Right. Right. And so, you know, we're trying to get out here. We were taught in college a certain way and really to work for somebody else. When in reality, when we talk about the black community, right, um, and really getting up on our feet, it's not getting up on our feet for somebody else but for ourselves. And 
Seriously, and, and just everything that you said, you said, um, I want people to really pay attention. I want them to pay attention to, okay, you didn't just, okay, you, yeah, you don't have a degree, but you are educating yourself specifically exactly in what you need as far as your business. And that is very important to know. It's important to right. know because so many people just like me went to college, and I'm over here studying and stressing things that I'm not doing today. I have no right, right. to know it. You know what I'm saying? I, it's just it's just ridiculous, especially when you look at, you know, Sally Mae loans that I still owe. It's like, what you know, what I go to college for, really? And I say all that to say, for all those that are listening, my thing, as you were talking, I was listening to Miss Barber. I'm thinking, okay, you know, how can we prepare our children in this corrupt world? For one, let's stop pushing our children just to go to college, just to go to college. How about they go to college for, like, a purpose? That's what I'm right. thinking. Because that's what I hear from you. You don't need it right. at the end of the day. If, if that's what you right. want it, right. if right. that's what you want it, no doubt, go get it. But yes, that's what, exactly what I just told my daughters. Like, that's exactly what mm-hmm. I just told them. Like, that's going to be an option. That's not something you're going to be able to do. You have to Absolutely. do. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have the smarts. You got, she's smart already. She is me all day. But mm-hmm. that's just going to be an option on the table. That's not going to be your. That's not going to be your only option. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely, and I love that. And so, like with your daughter, um, I'm most likely you're teaching her the business. That's right. Oh yeah, she's been a part of the business. She's been already done vendor. She's been in the streets with me. She know how to vendor. She know how to sell and set up market. She's already love marketing. So. That, mm. You know, she's already she already like my co partner. I just don't let her do yes. a lot because I'm keeping her busy in other areas. There you go. And I and I love that right there. You know, um, what what else I want to expand on? It's just so much, so much that you said that it seems you know very minute, but it's not. It's like literally uh, the one of the most important things I hear from you is, you know, you got this business. Oh, and and another thing you said, a lot of your support comes outside of where you are. Um right. that's important to know. <laughs> it's yes. like why Yes, yes. Yes, because people you know. get too stuck on worried about their own hometown or where they're from actually supporting them and dealing with you. I was born in St. Petersburg, Florida. My roots are from Adel, Georgia. I'm located in Albany, Georgia. I do business in none of these cities. Mm. (laughs) None of my network is in these cities. Yes, I have people in these cities, but I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily, FSM in general doesn't necessarily do business with these people. And you know what I'm saying? I don't need it. My network has always been outside of where I was located. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And, um, Red, I just want to add on to what you were saying, too. It does seem that way. Um, you know, outside of, of – of, uh, the, the same actually goes for me as well. Outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, I've done a lot of things here in the city. But uh, but through the power of the Internet, people outside of the city seem to like, oh, wow, this is this is great. Right. And, you know, right. and, and uh, as far as advertising on the different platforms, like the Media Blast and Blacktopia, a lot of the business comes from people out that I haven't even met yet that are outside of Charlotte. Right. But he, right. you know, I, I think it's because uh, you become, they see you so much and you become common to them. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, that's great. You know, and they don't really right. respect it. That's unfortunate. 
But I think it's a mm-hmm. mind thing with all people, you know? Right. Right. Not understanding, man. If, as long as we would work together, how much more powerful we would be. Like, truly work together, not work together one minute, and then it turns into competition. And we, right. or somebody's egos get to flying. No, stick to mm-hmm. the plan, man. We're we supposed to be supporting each other. Okay, you got that going on? Wonderful. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Let's go pop a bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> don't, don't start throwing shade, bro. I'm, I'm happy for you, but a lot of it is like, I done been there. I, done, I was published before I had a business license. You feel me? I done mm-hmm. been in publishing magazines before I had a business license. You know what I'm saying? I been, this is not my first interview. And I've done plenty of mm-hmm. interviews since since starting my business. So it's like, it, you almost kind of catching, try to catch up to me, ain't you? So it's like, oh, right. I, I, just deal, I deal with a lot. I deal with a lot, but I, I but dealing with my business coach and my branding coach, I would advise everybody to have a, some type of mentor or some type of coach when it's dealing with your business and your brand. Because branding has a lot to do with getting your business out there. Mm-hmm. It it just simply does because branding starts with you. You are the business. No matter what you're doing, at the end of the day, you are the face behind everything. Mm-hmm. I got two things. Two oh, things, James. Now, before you say two things right quick, I just want to uh, mm-hmm. say to the listeners, uh, if you're streaming from the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. If you're streaming from the phone, all you have to do is press one, and we'll bring you on. You can talk to Red. You can talk to us. You can talk about the uh, the topic, which is uh, you know how do you raise your children in this rough society, or you can ask Red about her business. And if you want to talk more about business, you're welcome to do that as well. Uh, we also have the plug away segment coming up uh, after the first break. So uh, if you have anything you want to plug, definitely you know press one <laughs> for the plug away segment. And uh, join us. I know a lot of y'all are listening. You're talking to me in the inbox, but uh, but but talk to us on the air. <laughs> We're doing the show right now. All right, Allie. So uh, two things. One is a comment, and then I want to get into marketing. First, I, I really wish that the black community would just admit, not all of us, right, and it's a small percentage right. of us, but I wish the majority of us would admit that we don't really know business. And we don't really know finance. And that's why we sit up there and get in our emotions and start to compete with others because we don't know how to play the game. True. That's what I mean. that's what I mean. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my yes. Oh, my God. And one thing <laughs> I feel that really kills us in the black community is, like you said, not knowing business proper, business adequate, especially mm. customer service. Oh, my God. Yes. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of black uh, – I've, support, I've supported a lot of black business owners, a lot of black business yeah. owners. And one now, wait thing, a minute, girl. The main thing that has kept me from not going back to a lot of mm-hmm. them is their customer service. You yes. can have the nicest product, you can have the nicest price, but if you do not treat me right, you will not get my money. And that's with mm-hmm. any color. It doesn't matter. If you do not treat me right, you, no, it's not going down. You will not get my money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then another thing. So you're in the marketing. Like I said, I was on your page here. And what you do is extremely important. I mean, it's crazy, and we really got to get you out there. Why is it important? Because a lot of people are on social media, and and they're really trying to just ride this wave of 
you know, I'm going to tag all these people, um, right. share my stuff, share my stuff, and everybody get all mad, you know, because when they don't do it. But then we have right. business women like you, and you're exactly what we all need. <laughs> you're literally exactly what we all need. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So can you just go more in depth of why marketing is important when it comes to a person's business? Marketing is important because you can start a business all day. You can invest in the logos, the paperwork, but if you ain't telling nobody about it, if you ain't constantly putting it out there, it's never going to move. Nothing can work without you working it. Nothing. Mm. That's that's and that's the main thing, and all of that goes back to branding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brand awareness. You know that's why mm-hmm. people get hats with their names on it. That's why people get shirts with their mm. names on it because they want they want their yes, name yes. or their brand to be visible. Because trust me, I can walk through here. I walk to where I stay all the time with my hat or just my shirt on, and at least one or two people are gonna be like, "Hey, what is that? Or what does that stand for?" You know what I'm saying? It never fails. That's just brand awareness without me doing anything. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And let me just add this one thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on fire. I'm going to add this one thing, Jay. It's it's good. It's juicy. I promise. We have money to pay you to market our business. We do. Everybody does. I'm tired of people saying, well, I don't know if I got enough money. You do. If you smoke weed, you got money. If you can tie that church, you got money. If you can buy Jordans, you got money. If you can buy junk food all every day of the week, you got money. I'm I'm done. Right. (laughs) Right. You do. I do. It's all the sacrifices. That's what anything. Everybody can can do what they want to do. We all could travel across seas if we wanted to. We just have to make the sacrifices to have the money to do it. There you go. It's all about taking sacrifices. Is it? If it really matters, it's just if it really matters to a person. So, absolutely. Oh yeah, and and Red, I also want to add on to what you're saying too. That um, to all the listeners out there, to all of you that have businesses or anything to sell, products, this and that, that need marketing, nothing sells itself. Nothing sells itself. Right. I don't care how good the service is. I don't care how good the product is. Even the cure for AIDS can't sell itself. <laughs> you get exactly. like it has to be. Marketed, it has to be pushed. Uh, I don't care right. how high the demand is for what you offer. Uh, people have to know that you have it, and not just know that you have it. They have to. They have. They also need some kind of convincing that they need it. That they need what you have. You know, um, right. no matter what the demand is. So, uh, so people like Red, you know, and myself too. I, I do it more with the publicity. You know, creating a, a, a publicity campaign. You know, getting getting your articles and things like that, and she does it with the social media. You, you need people like us to uh, to create awareness for right. the types of products and brands and services that you have. Um, and, right. and another thing, too, uh, I I know Red, you probably get this as well. You, you talk to some people, and and they feel that they're above advertising, and they feel that they're above marketing. But uh, let, <laughs> let me tell you all. Uh, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, uh, uh, McDonald's, all these big companies, they advertise uh, yearly. They, they, these, you're not bigger than McDonald's. You're not bigger than Disney. Right. You know, right. it's these small, uh, you know, so if they're spending their money on advertising, 
uh, you're not above it. You know, you can't you can't just do this. Uh, well, I'm just gonna tell people, and it's gonna be word of mouth, and I just have my little page right. up here, and I'm cool. No, you know, you wanna right. you you want you wanna if you wanna increase your bottom line, you have to do things like this. And a lot of right. uh, a lot of business owners need to take heed. And they need to do this. You know, and stop being. Hey, can I add to that? Uh, yes, 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 ma'am. I wanted to add to what you're saying. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to add, outside of even investing in marketing, the company still itself has to do its job, too. You can't just invest in marketing and sit back and think it's, it's still going to move. You still have to share what the marketer is doing, you know, on your channel because the marketer is not on your channel, you know what I'm saying, unless you have to connect and set up right, like that because I've, I've had plenty of people where they purchase marketing and they they don't share nothing from the business page to their personal page. Like you still have to connect your business back to your personal page. That's I do it all the time. You still have to be able to connect it. Even if you're go where the audience is. So let's say the audience is on your personal page but you have a business page and you have a website. You post everything on your business on your personal page but still tag that website, still tag that business name or use hashtags or something to generate that traffic back to the same place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I also want to, I want to throw this in there too. Uh, there's a lot of people in Blacktopia. I don't know if the spammers are listening. <laughs> we have a lot of spammers <laughs> and that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not, but uh, you're welcome to spam in Blacktopia as long as you got some engagement. Thing. I mean, you got the activity going, but what, one thing the spammers don't do and what they should do. And I know I see you do it red. And, um, and you know, of course I do it. Uh, you have to engage with people. You can't just pop right. a link in there, pop a video, and then just go and then right. wonder why check it in. You have mm-hmm. to go. And I know she's listening. She does a lot of that, too, when she's mm-hmm. uh, pushing her book, you know, the, the poetry book. She, you know, she talks with people. She clicks the like button. She, uh, you know, hey, you have to be like a politician. You have to right. shake hands. Mm-hmm. Base, mm-hmm. Yep. You have to tell to people thank you for shares. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And, and inbox people. Say some stuff. That's how, uh, that, that's where a lot of my success from the Internet comes from is actually just engaging with them and talking to them. And they buy. Same here. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They buy into your personality. They buy into who you are. They, some guy named Jay, I like that. Or, you know, I've post a little funny meme up there on funny Friday. And then, and then later that, that gets them to want to, well, I wonder what else he, he, you know, got going on on his page. And that's what brings them in. A lot of Mm y'all that just spam, share your links all day. You wonder why you don't have the same uh, success because you guys don't engage. Mm -hmm. That's all a part of branding, man. That is all part of branding. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am. And I also want to let you all know that we're doing a webinar series. Yes, it's not going to be just with Blacktopia. We're going to have it uh, on all, on the Media Blast and the other platforms. So uh, so if y'all saw that Facebook Live I did a week ago talking about the webinar series, and it's it's going to touch on topics like this, how you can use your social media, how you can use your Instagram, things like that, to attract business and increase your bottom line. And some of y'all just don't know how to do that. Y'all just, you know, you just, <laughs> you just share all day and, and, and tag people like Ali said, you, you get on people's nerves. If you want a mm-hmm. more effective way, take the webinar, take the class. I'll put more information on in the in Blacktopia about that. So uh, 
So definitely. And I also want to throw that number back out there, too. If you're streaming from the link, if you're streaming from the link or listening in on the app or something like that, give us a call at 929-477-3872. Again, that's 929-477-3872. And press 1. If you're streaming from your phone already, all you have to do is press 1. And we'll bring you on. This is an interactive show. Don't be afraid. Press one. Even if you want to say, hey, uh, uh, you know, Red, how you doing? You're welcome to do it. You're welcome to do it. Give us a call. We're all family here. If you're listening in, you're part of Blacktopia. If you, if you're, even if you're not in Blacktopia, if you're listening right now, you're part of Blacktopia. You're part of the family, even if you're white or something. <laughs> so, uh, Jay, so let, me, Jay let me just say this. Jay, let me say this right quick. Uh-huh. While we still talking about business, I mean, I crack a joke about it when I say plug your shit. But, you know, I see a lot of people on Blacktopia and on my private page and other my business page and stuff that I have up there whining about they can't, you know, get any business. As we've all said now, um, Ali, you, Red, and even um, Butterfly, when somebody gives you an opportunity, there's one thing about black folk that gets on my last damn nerve. When somebody gives you an opportunity, with no charge to put your business out there, you take that opportunity as if it's the last one available. And still, hardly no one is calling in to plug your stuff. And you can't be afraid. You ain't afraid to talk on the phone you want to call and call and cuss your man out or cuss out whoever you're sleeping with. <laughs> you need to call up here and try to, you know, help yourself help your business. Because I'm telling you, looking into stuff, businesses are getting shorter and shorter now because people don't know how to hold on to them and keep them going. When someone gives you a platform and an opportunity to produce your product, y'all better learn how to take it because he don't have to do that, really. He is a business that he still has to pay for stuff. So I always keep saying, y'all, the show is being paid for. We have to give it all its quality. That's why I do that. When he's giving you an opportunity to present your business, take the opportunity. That's it. Oh, yes. He's talking <laughs> about the plug away segment. We do the plug away segment after Butterfly Flow. So if you want to plug your stuff for free, do it during the plug away segment. You're welcome. We got a lot of listeners. We got a lot of people calling and engaging, uh-huh. you know, most listening and talking on Facebook. But uh, but we do, we got people that call in. So uh, during, during the plug away segment, Call in and plug, all right? And if you want to know about the sponsorship packages, if you want to do a little more than that, we could talk about that too. So uh, so let's go ahead and take this caller right here. Caller in the 407-490. You're on the air. Who is this? <clears throat> caller in the four, excuse me, 407 Call in the 407-490. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Miss B. Hello? This is who? Miss B. Hey. Hi, how are this you? Miss B. Hey, Miss B. B as a boy? Hey, Red, how you hey. doing? <laughs> hey, Miss B. That's my model advisor, Miss B. Yes, I was just calling in to say hey, and I just wanted to let you know I'm listening and I'm supporting you 100%. All right. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. (laughs) That's my motto, y'all. Well, good. 
Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening, Ms. B. Throw some thoughts on you. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. Uh, Ms. B, is there anything else you would like to say? Well, I'm not much of a talker, but um, I just wanted to let anybody know that Red is a very good person. She's very dedicated. Um, If she says she's going to do it, she's going to put 100% in whatever she has going on. So I just wanted to give her the thumbs up and to keep pushing on what she does. She helps me out a lot with my business, so she. She's great. She can do it all. She can do it all. So. Yeah. what I have to say. Oh, yes, Ms. B. Thank you for that. Let me go ahead and throw some more claps on it. We appreciate your call. Okay. Thank you, Ms. B. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. Ms. B, you're also welcome to join us in Blacktopia as well, too. So uh, definitely check us out. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're listening in from the link or the app, give us a call at 929-477-3872. Again, that's 929-477-3872, and press 1. We'll bring you on. Let's talk. You know, you ask questions. Uh, uh, you know, talk about the topic. We're going to get heavier in the, into the topic after the break and after the segments. But uh, but whatever you want to say, you're welcome to it. So uh, so chop it up with us. Uh, Allie, Miss Allie, you um you were saying something else too, right? Uh, about the uh... yeah. Let me get the mic back to Miss Allie. <laughs> so you had something you wanted to say. <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're I mean, there's so much I could say, so let's see. Um, you got to be more specific. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I'm going to try to feed off of you. What was I about to say, Jay? Jay. I know you're anxious for the topic when we bring it up. For the next hour, yeah. Uh, well, Red, I got. <laughs> oh yeah, we're definitely going to go all in now. Red, I got some uh, more follow up questions actually before we take the break. Um, okay. Uh, let me ask you now. Uh, what you know, you get most of your business from online, or is it when you go travel to these other places and do the conventions and the awards and all stuff like that? Uh, do you get more business online or offline? Or what you offline. Do? Offline. Offline. What do you what like? Do you, I said I started what offline. You, oh, okay. Now, where do you get most of your clientele from? Where Where do they come from? They come from um, basically when I when I do vendoring for myself or with other people that I actually work with. Is Is there something different about being out and being visible behind from behind the scenes? People actually know it's real because anybody could. You know what I'm saying? You can fake like anything on social media, but if you can actually take what you're doing off of social media and put it in front of the people physically, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 that'll more validate yourself. And like I said, I started in the streets. I got validated in the streets before I even came to a social media 
I feel social media kind of slowed me down, but I'm getting back to what I started with. I'm going back to the basics. I'm going back to the streets, and I'm just going to do like I've been doing is taking what I do on the streets and advertise it on Facebook or social media for more clientele and just for proof to show you. Like everything I say that I do and have done, I can go back and pull up proof for everything. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a picture or a video or somebody posting about it or whatever, I can go back and show you everything. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, now, Red, let me ask you, what would you do for a client that may not have any uh, action, actual product or anything like that? Because I know you, you, you also, um, you know, you push models. You push models, right, or the models work for you as a part of your street team? Yes, I, I push models. I actually started a modeling agency of my own because I got into model. I actually have a sister that's been modeling for years. I've been her manager, her personal manager for years. And so then my daughter has been interested in it. And I, so I just created the mother-daughter fashion um, duo to kind of tie that, you know, my daughter so she could see me in a dress and all that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It just okay. <laughs> I kind of got well, a little the question, Yeah, yeah. I didn't really uh, specifically the question, but the, with the question, um, for you know people that don't really necessarily have, or, you know, like a model, uh, they're pretty much their product. You know, them visually. Uh, now, yes. What what would you do for like a like a personality act or somebody that's not necessarily they don't have any products or anything? Um, that you know, they're just kind of pushing themselves, like maybe an actor or something like, or an actress. Uh, what avenues do you have to uh market those people, or what would you do? Just what avenues? Do I would you have? just basically, um, my avenues. I would start what they have is basically. I would try to take them. Well, really, I would first start with like them giving me like their bio and you know information on their sales and why they want to be a model and what are they looking to go, and I will use that, take it, and use their good quality photos and come up with some good content that will draw people's attention until we can get them, you know, the proper headshots. We can get them the proper comp card. We can get them the proper exposure. We can get them the proper shows and everything like that. So it's like teaching them how to brand themselves, how to do everything properly until they come actually do it. Oh, okay, it, okay. Does that answer your question? That's just like me being a model. I don't have, you know, if I know if I want to be a model and I want to get gigs, I have to have headshots. I have to have a comp card, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I know I have to have good, I can't just take a selfie and say, oh, that's a headshot. No, that's not a headshot. You feel me? Okay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I would just teach them, basically teach them what they're supposed to be doing and give and give them guidance on how to how to get it done. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I have some more questions about that. I'll, I'll you know, sneak them in during the second half hour. Uh, but I did want to ask you this, though. As for social media, um, do you need to take over the, like an Instagram account, do you need to take over their Instagram account in order to uh, build their page or or can you do that externally without their passwords and stuff like that? It's like both. It's both. I could do both. Like if I don't have access to your account, 
I could basically just like tag you, you know what I'm saying, make you know, make little posts like maybe do a screenshot and make it look professional kinda or make it look good quality, then kinda direct the traffic to your link. But it works better if I do have access to it. But most like on Instagram you can't add nobody like as a like just a editor like you can for Facebook. So you have to give them your password and stuff. So it's like it's different on each platform, but it works better if they have direct access on your page, on your account. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, we're going to get ready to Because it's basically making sure, and... you know. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. go ahead, go ahead, and then we'll take the break. <laughs> no, what I was saying is basically like having a partner, having a team person, making somebody there to help you keep your pay consistent because it's all about consistency. Like each platform have a certain time that you should be posting and all that, which I don't go by that. I just go by. When I feel like when I feel like marketing and promoting, you know what I'm saying. So, but it's like having help to keep your page constant. Because even outside, of, you might not post but three or four times a day. But if you got somebody else doing the same amount of numbers that you're doing, you're getting double. So it's like you, you know what I'm saying, just double help. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, all right. Well. uh we're going to get into after the break. We'll get into more into the topic and uh, and, and also some more follow up questions too. Um, like I said, if you're streaming from the link or the app, give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two. If you're streaming from your phone, just press one. We'll actually bring you guys on after the break and after our segments. Uh, and when we start the uh, plug away segment after Butterfly Flow, just press one if you want to plug. If you've been waiting. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your hosts, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Agent Charleston the True Butterfly, and Miss Allie the Communicator. Let's listen to this song from D. Hud and TZ titled Life is Short. Check it out. Terrific. Yeah. 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 Ha. TZ. Gator Gorilla Entertainment, nigga, what it do? <laughs> Life so short, why you so sick, nigga? <laughs> Life so short, why you so sick, nigga? Life so short, why you so sick, nigga? Life so short, why you so sick, nigga? Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Why I tell a real nigga? Well, I'm standing in the mirror, I be like, life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Why I tell a real nigga? Well, I'm standing in the mirror, I wrote a hit on a stick and no wake up clock and be getting more. You know, life short when nigga kill over hoes. And police squeeze don't go, don't freeze your ass, fro. If you freeze your ass, fro, then how it goes. How you tell your son that? How you explain stopping free? I just gotta go extra hard. We extra targets around this bitch. Bulls eyes on black back, private prison straight cat. Listen, A approved, but don't bring they daddy. Ain't no assumption, straight disrespect. But goals met, family's wrecked. Hood crime, chapter reappear on mine. Grind. Me and the man in the mirror, we gon' die for my point blank. Kill. 
nigga While I'm staring in the mirror I be like, life so short Why you so serious, nigga? Life so short Why you so serious, nigga? Life so short Why you so serious, nigga? Why you real, nigga? While I'm staring in the mirror I be Life so short, why these people playing games? They send this shot right at your brain. Ain't a damn thing change, that's why I get it and go. Chasing the money, smoking the drove. Living life fast, fuck moving slow. Living life fast, fuck moving slow. Niggas killing niggas like a competition. That's why I stay focused and I handle business. Real life shit, I can go tomorrow. Down to the grade, now you pull a saw. That's why I'm getting money while I got a chance. When I'm dead and gone, it's in my baby hand. Get into this money, man, that's all I know. Put a smile on your face, it ain't that serious, bro. Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Why Nigga, while I'm staring in the mirror, I be like, life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Life so short, why you so serious, nigga? Why I tell a real nigga, while I'm staring in the mirror, I be like, yo, what it do? This your boy D Hud of Vitavoid Entertainment, and you are listening to Black Topia. Round Table Talk Radio with Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston the True Butterfly, and Miss Ellie the Communicator. What it do, some guy named Jay? Y'all keep doing your thing, baby. This your boy Hud. Make sure y'all go check out my two new singles, Huddy World and Life So Short. Tease it featuring your boy D Hud. Just like that. And we out. Enjoy the show. Oh, yes. It's money to be made out here. Win big at the Lucky Panda. This is some guy named Jay, like I've always been. And I want to let you all know that you can win big money out here at the Lucky Panda Adult Arcade. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue, Charlotte, North Carolina. Right off the plaza. Open seven days a week, days and nights. So come on out. The Lucky Panda has skill games, fish games, and more. Including weekly raffles and drawings. So there are plenty of chances for you to win big money. Lucky Panda also serves free food to the players on Saturdays, so come on out. Again, that's the Lucky Panda, and that's Panda spelled with a 9 instead of a P. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina right off the plaza. Come on out and win big! See you there. Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you're running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, 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 dun. Me up. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me, I can call you, 937-287-0736, or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com, or we could do a three-way call. 
What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit front me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep some curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. Oh, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Miss Allie, the communicator. Barbara, the country cleaning lady, and Adrian Charleston, the butterfly. Now, you know what time it is. After the break, we always do this. Butterfly flow with Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, the butterfly. How are you? There you go. I'm well. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to do, well, I'm going to do everything in the right order, but um, I'm going to have to go out to my butterfly flow tonight. I have family here, so it's, you know. Kind of difficult to do everything. It's okay. I got my uh, my grand nephew. My sister keeps telling him to be quiet, but you know how babies do. So, uh, and by baby, like he's six. So you know those kids talk at the top of their lungs, but he's over here whispering right now. So, um, yeah. So this is Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston, and today I want to talk about being thankful. And um, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't celebrate Thanksgiving because of what it represents and what it stands for, but also um, since normally we always have this time off, I think of it more as a time to get with together with family and give thanks for for life and living and for the people in your life, and not necessarily for what they say it stands for as far as the Thanksgiving, you know, the land and all that. Like I, I take it take it to a more personal level. And sometimes it's best to to change the meanings of, of things that you have for yourself because, you know, if not, you'll let others define you and tell you what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. So, um, yeah, I say take this time to be thankful for, for those that you are thankful for, for the people you are thankful for, for the businesses that you have, for the people that you're able to, to communicate with. Just um, just be thankful. So, uh, yeah, so that's tonight's butterfly flow. And, um, yeah, that's it, Jay. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and I do want to plug something very quickly. Before oh, yeah. you get to the plug segment, yeah, I was I want to say and and I am doing something called Black Market um, on Friday, and I'm not sure if everybody knows the history of Black Friday, which 
I'm not going to get into it. I'll just say Google it because I don't even feel like getting into it. But if you know what Black Friday means, you probably wouldn't be doing it. So (laughs) I am part of a black market. I will be vending at black market. We're trying to change what Black Friday means, the connotation, everything, and it's all black businesses in Durham. We are getting together at the Durham Armory. Doors open at 11. It's from 11 to 6. It is absolutely free to come and shop with us. So please come out. So we're changing the the tone of Black Friday to where it's about black businesses. So um, come on out if you're in the Raleigh-Durham area. Again, it's at the Durham Armory in Durham, and doors open at 11, and it's over at 6. So, you know, try to try to switch up what you think of for Black Friday and come on out and, and do put your put your dollars for a true Black Friday event, and it's called the Black Market in Durham. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, now, now, Adrian, do you have a flyer for that or anything? Um, I do. You may post it in the group. Yes, ma'am. I sure will. I, don't, I can't believe I didn't do it yet, but I will. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yes. Yes, yes. Uh, oh yes, oh yes. And um now this segment right here after after butterfly flow is called plug away. Uh, so if you, wanna, <laughs> you wanna plug anything? You can do it now. Hi. If you're streaming My baby keeps saying hi to you, Jay. <laughs> hi. How you doing, baby? Hi, Jay. Hey, baby. <laughs> Yes, that's why I'm getting off the phone because he's sleepy and he's sleeping in here with me tonight, and it's just not gonna work if I stay on the phone another 45 minutes. Right. Well, plug up. Right. Well, plug up. Huh? Right quick, baby. No, no he ain't plugging nothing. <laughs> no, he ain't plugging. Right. He just keeps keep saying, "Hey." So y'all have a good night, and I will um I'll catch up with y'all next week. Yeah, so thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. Okay. All right. Bye. Baby. Okay, say bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. Bye, family. All right. Now, this is the plug segment. All right. This is how you plug. All right. All you have to do is call up, press 1. We bring you on. You get the plug. Make it quick. We're only taking four of y'all, all right? Only four. If you're streaming from your link or if you're streaming from your app, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. We'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone already, all you have to do is press 1 and we'll bring you on. And if you want to be shy during this time, me and Miss Allie will plug. That's how we do Miss Allie, you there? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I we're am. We're gonna plug regardless. All right, so right. Uh, I don't have that match. I don't have that match game music queued up in the system. You know how I used to do when y'all take too long to answer. I play that match game music, but uh, but yeah. So uh, I'm gonna count to three. One, two. Okay, Allie, what do you want to plug? Like, what is going on here? Um, <laughs> well, you know, um, 
I want to plug um, my show on YouTube. It's with my cousin and I, so it's called The Allie and Zoe Show. Um, we are talking about, um, of course, our experience within relationships, being an entrepreneur, as well as, you know, just you know, motivating people to get outside their box. Um, our current episode right now, we're talking about S-Boys, a.k.a. Fuckboys, and Nice Guys. Um, so definitely uh, tune in for that. You can find that link um, better on either YouTube. That's the Allie and Zoe Show. Allie is spelled A-L-L-E. Zoe is Z-O. And, and or you can go to my Instagram at ms.allle, that's Miss Allie, and you'll find the direct link, and you'll also find the summary of the last four shows that we just put out. Um, again, uh, the Allie and Zoe show every Monday and Wednesday. We are digging deep, and it's always going to be juicy. So definitely hit us on there. Thank you. Definitely, 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 definitely check out the show. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen one episode so far. I'm going to check out the rest. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yes. And they're it, short, it too. Very short. Less than 10 minutes <laughs> of your life. But it's always you. Yeah, yeah. I will say this also um, with the show. Um, it's not just about what we're talking about, but your opinion as well. Because, you know, we have an opinion, but I'm pretty sure your opinion is stronger. So we want to hear from y'all. Comment. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you. Definitely. <laughs> All right. And what I would like to plug is I would like to plug uh, iTunes. Well, not iTunes itself, but specifically <laughs> this show on iTunes. <laughs> you can download this show and all the other shows we've done on iTunes. Uh, you can search it by, you know, by putting in podcasts on demand. Or you can search Blacktopia. We also have the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes. So you can get the iTunes, get the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes. And you can also download past shows on iTunes. Also want to plug Blacktopia.org. That's our website, official website, Blacktopia.org. And also check out the Mediablast.net. Check out the Mediablast.net. And also want to give a shout out to DHUD. All right, check out the artist D-Hud. We played his song, Life is So Short, during the break. You can check out, or you can get more updates on D-Hud by going to D-Hud, that's D with a hyphen, H-U-D, dot blogspot dot com, D-H-U-D dot blogspot dot com. And you can get updates on the artist D-Hud. Let's go ahead and take this call and see if they want to be the, the last plug. Caller in the 313-209. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, how you doing? This is uh, Lorenzo. Hey, Lorenzo. Hey. How you doing? Um, I seen... Oh, yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, I've seen the uh, the topic, and uh, that's a real important topic. I, you know, I often you know, think about that when I'm walking home from work. And oh, okay. Well, lastly, I, Lorenzo, I didn't, I didn't want to cut you off. We, this is actually the plug away segment, but um, but we're gonna actually, uh, we're gonna actually get into the uh, topic right now, actually. But I wanted to uh, let our host 
kind of, I'm not our host, our host and our guest uh, lead us into it. So um, oh, okay. if you don't mind, I'm, I'm gonna keep you on though. I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep your line open so you can just jump on in after uh, after that. But I always let the uh, the guest and the host go first uh, to introduce the topic. And you know, for all you listening, if you're just tuning in late, the topic is how we can better raise and teach our children in this corrupt society. We have Lorenzo, our caller. We're gonna you know give want to give him some uh, let him get the floor. But Barbara, the country cleaning lady, start us off. What what do you have to say about this? Hello, hello. Oh, okay. I see Did they give me speed? Barbara, Barbara, hello? we couldn't hear yeah. you. Yeah, you got it, Barbara. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a we had some issues with the mic. Uh, go ahead and <laughs> say that again. What's what, going what on? What's the, I said I agree with Ray. Oh, cause she she was raised old school like me. I mean, you know, it's one thing that you want a child to have their own personality and be different. It's another thing to give them too much too soon, which is what's happening for a lot of these kids. And so it's kind of hard for you to instill your beliefs and your traditions in your child when they're looking at everything else from social media to TV to what they see other kids do. But if you keep it well-rounded, stay the course, um, like I said, by the time they turn 18, is you can do what you not what you want to do if you stay in my house. But, I mean, you can pretty much um begin to become your own person. I'll give you some leeway by that time. But these people giving kids leeway between ages 6 and 18, it's, it's too soon. And then it makes it harder for you to be able to raise your children. And then a lot of them end up having too many children they can't afford. So it's a it's a whole big mess that, um you know, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to get it done. I mean, that's all you can do is just do the best you can with what you have. I mean, you know, if you got to help other people's kids along the way, like I've had to do, I'm quite sure Red, other people have done too, then it is what it is. But knowing that your household is following, you know, a good protocol to make well-rounded children is even better. Exactly, exactly. Uh, now, before I pass the mic to Red, I actually want to let our caller uh, uh, add on. Uh, caller Lorenzo, what what did you want to say about the uh, topic? Um, no, I had, I had just wanted to say that I think it, you know, I think that, the whole, um, you know, to raising your children in a corrupt society, I think that it's it's kind of over. Um, I, I think it's just it's it's not possible um, for us or you know for us to really raise children into a right mindset because you know everything now is a, is about the individual and you know you got people trying to give individual solutions you know for a collective problem for, you know, institutionalized problems. And, you know, we just in a society where we just don't have, like, cultural privacy and we integrate it into this society. And when you integrate into a society, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. So it's to the point now, like like the caller previous mentioned, where you have the Snapchat, you have, you just have so much access to all the madness, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you can raise your children, but if, like, 
like me, I, I look at myself like I was raised in, in Detroit, Michigan, in a, uh, I would say a sheltered household, you know, but once I was sent out there to, you know, to meet women and to date and to do things, it, 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 you know, that, that just goes out the window because, you know, you, you just, you have to be in a society and you have to adapt to the society around you, you know, and it's just certain things that I feel that are, are, are wrong. Like I had a, a mother that was a baby boomer, so she was born in the early fifties. So she had me late, but it's like, if you have like my fiance or somebody I deal with, they're different in our raising because we had a different upbringing. So it's like, you might feel like you raising your kids differently or you raising your kids this way, but the next person that might come from a more conservative household, they might look at the way you're raising your children to not be in a, in a way, because we don't have a, like a, a, a one set way, one set constructive way of raising our kids. So I think it just needs to be just more drastic things because we trying to raise children on our own, man. And there's no, it's, it's no culture that works for everybody where we can push children out that are equally yoked. So that's, that's what I wanted to add. Thank hey, you. Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo, I like what you had to say there. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is, we're not a monolithic group of people that all share the same brain. Uh, children are different. There's no one-size-fits-all way to do this. Uh, even though we all live in this same corrupt society, the way the child is going to process the world and, and maneuver through it, it's, it's going to be an individual way. So no matter what you do, no matter what you shield it from or teach it or protect it, they're still going to have to navigate in their own way, and they're, and they're going to have their own different experiences. So, uh, so yeah, you're right. There's not one set thing. Now, I do believe that there are certain things that we could do collectively to kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I suppose, I, well, you can't cure it, but I, I suppose like slow it down. Um, one of the, the suggestions I was going to give was, uh, was homeschooling the child, the homeschooling children. Because, you know, they, they teach them BS in the public schools anyway. Uh, White History mm-hmm. Month is, is, is every day. <laughs> and, uh, and they don't teach them actual skills. They teach them math, but they don't teach them how to, how to count money. You know, you go to the home ec, and uh, they're doing book work instead of cooking, you know, nowadays. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they're not teaching kids how to live life. They're teaching them facts about Christ- – not facts. They're teaching them lies about Christopher Columbus – and uh, and Thanksgiving, I'm doing air quotes. You guys can't see it, <laughs> but uh, you know they're, they're teaching them. They're teaching the ch- children these things. And uh, and another thing on top of that, uh, the school, the schools are, are are more dangerous than the clubs these days. You got metal detectors at the clubs. You got metal detectors at schools. Kids yeah. is a school shooting every uh, every other month. It seems like, and I don't even flinch anymore when I hear about it. It's sad. I don't. Yeah. I don't want anyone to die, but it's like I'm not even surprised. I hear about the school shooting, and I'm like, oh, oh, another another one. Okay, let's see where it's at. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know, so uh, I think the kids are safer at home. At, well, I, well, some kids don't have safe homes, and that's another problem. Some kids don't even right. have safe homes. And, uh, and right. Allie, Miss Allie Babs, I know you guys want to say something specifically about a certain, yeah. you know, <laughs> Economic class, <laughs> and we'll get. To that. Uh, but uh, but I want to shout the number out again, though. If you're streaming from your link or the app, give us a call at nine two nine 
877-387-3872. Again, if you're streaming from the app or your uh, the link, call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. Come get a piece of this. We can talk about it. If you're streaming from your phone, you've already called in, so just press 1. And we'll bring you on. We're talking about how to better raise your children in this corrupt society. Now, Lorenzo, before we go to the next set of callers, uh, are you a member of Blacktopia? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Okay, okay. Uh, are you on Facebook? Uh, yeah, I have Facebook, yes. Definitely. Uh, well, sir, uh, you're welcome to join us in the Blacktopia Facebook group. Definitely check it out. We have the Blacktopia uh, Facebook page, but we don't really have a lot of activity on there right now. Uh, all the action is in the Blacktopia Facebook group. You're welcome to join us. And next time we have another show, you know, you, you'll hear about it through the Blacktopia Facebook group, and you can, you know, call and, and give your opinion. We'd love to have you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Lorenzo. Thank you for the call. Lorenzo, actually, I'm going to keep your mic open until we have a, because the other caller just hung up. So um, I'm going to keep you on for a little while longer. You, if you have anything you want to say uh, to add on to any of the guests or the hosts, you're welcome to do it. Um, Red, I want to actually bring you on before I bring on Allie to bring her point on. Uh, Red, uh, th- there was a topic that you, you introduced in your inbox last week, and we didn't go with it because I didn't know how to present it, and I didn't know uh, exactly, you know, if it was going to be something that was going to get a lot of ratings. Uh, well, it probably could, probably would, but you know what that topic is, uh, you know, about your sexual orientation. Raising a child. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I passed on. I passed on it because I, I I didn't I didn't know how to really really present that. But I do believe that uh, it, it it does fit in the this kind of topic too, since we're talking about raising children. Um, I I don't know how to formulate my question, but I know where I'm trying to go with it, and you might know where I'm trying to go with it too. <laughs> Uh, as a, uh, a, a, a les- lesbian woman raising a daughter, uh, how how does uh, how I take the mic from you and, and just talk? <laughs> what I don't. What are you trying to say? What I mean. What are you trying to ask? Like, is it difficult? Yes, it's difficult. Is it hard? Yes, it's hard. But I think the thing that worked for me and my baby is I'm 100% real with her. Even though I'm real with her about my sexuality, I still respect her innocence. Meaning when I say that, she's not going to see me hugged up with a female. She's not going to see me physically kissing. A female, you know what I'm saying? She knows mommy loves women. She knows mommy doesn't like to wear dresses and all of that. She knows mommy will wear a dress for her. She knows mommy is not going to have her around a whole bunch of women. You know what I'm saying? She knows mommy respects her. She knows mommy's teaching her that, yes, a woman is supposed to have a man has supposed to have a man and supposed to have a husband. That's how it's supposed to be. But you can't help what you like and what you do. But you, you know what I'm saying? She, and I, she knows she can't change me. She gonna love me. My baby loves me no matter what anybody has to say. 
about me. She tells me everything, you know what I'm saying, about people calling me whatever names. But she still loves me, and I think that has a lot to do, to do with me respecting her innocence and being 100% honest with her. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let me throw some claps on it for you. Oh, my God. You just made me cry. You just made me cry. I can't, I can't believe you're like, oh, see, girl. No, you need to stay on my page. Stay on my page. That's the realest I've ever heard somebody be a lesbian speak about not putting their child in that predicament to make them decide you're leaving her innocent. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you. That's, that's just me because I know how I was raised, you know what I'm saying? Being gay wasn't something that I grew up being. I was I didn't grow up being gay. I was I was raised in the church. I know I done been with a man. Of course, I have a baby, you know what I'm saying? I didn't stop being with a man because of, uh, you know, they just dogs. Hell, I was raised by men. I know men are dogs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I stopped dealing with men for personal reasons. There was nothing there. There was no more physical attraction. The last time I laid with a man, when I got up, I said, this ain't for me. I don't want any other man. So, and that's just been it. Absolutely, and that's okay. <laughs> By the yeah. way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. But my thing is, I don't have both worlds. You know what I'm saying? I don't have both worlds. I could be in both worlds. I could do both worlds if I wanted to. But I'm me. I choose me. I. I'm just me, and I don't. That's why I tell people don't label me as no stud, no film, no. No this, no that. I'm not into the gay world. I'm into reality. I am a woman at the end mm-hmm. of the day. I'm just a the dominant lesbian woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. That's the way. And that's not for everybody to try to understand. That's what it's yes, about yes. people. That's not, you know, it's just certain things that, you know, you know, even like with the transgender, and this is me being honest, I don't understand it all, but I know how to respond. You know what I'm saying? I know right. how to be quiet and listen. Right. And if I don't want to listen, you know, or if I don't want to hear something, guess what? I don't have to listen instead of right. putting my like, two cents in like I'm living that life because I'm not. Right. Mm-hmm. With oh, that yeah. being said, oh, you want yeah. to say well, you said among many things, but she she just took it right to the right level because it starts with their innocence. And I mean, even we're talking about raising your kids in a corrupt society, that's the first thing all the children have lost. A lot of children, their innocence. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. it's being taken right. from mm-hmm. them when there are options to not do as such. You just like she just said, you you can choose to not put your children in those predicaments to remove right. their innocence. See, that's your choice as the parent. You have the controlling factor to not do that. But way too many do the opposite thing, and then you sitting there looking stupid when all hell breaks loose, and you can't, you can no longer control your house. See, because you let you let their innocence be taken. That's the one thing mm-hmm. a child has above anything else that's the most important thing in their life is their innocence. In order to be a child, you have to know what one is. And and, and a lot of children have lost that way too soon. Right. And they right. kind of be children when they grown folk, and that's the wrong way around. It's too late by the time they get 21, 30. It's too late to try to go back there and recapture that. You can't do that. There are right. things you've right. already missed. Right. Yes. Now, now, uh, now, now, I wanted to throw this out here because I, I definitely want to know 
what you guys have to say about it. Barbara and Allie, you both have been vocal about this specific thing, and there's a lot of uh, women in Blacktopia that disagree with you on it. But you have the floor and the mic right now, and it ties into our topic. Uh, okay. You know what you want know with this. Uh, whoever wants to take this first, go on ahead and 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 and, and speak on it. Well, I made yeah. a statement. <laughs> started the fire a little bit but I made the statement under one of your posts that said you know um, basically you know make a statement or whatever about an unpopular opinion okay so I'm like hmm what's an unpopular opinion unpopular opinion is if you cannot even afford yourself then how can you afford a child I've done that Mm -hmm. And I can truly say by experience, I had no business trying to make a child, but I did. Now, for me, now for right. me, obviously, I kept my child. I do have a daughter. She's eight, okay? But I told myself after that, I can't put a child through through what I've been through, through what my child's right. been through. Now, my child is blessed because I got a family that supports us that's uh, and on on her dad's side as well. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I brought on a lot of stress on a lot of people because mm-hmm. I decided to make certain choices in my life and, and also knew that even after having my daughter, that I also had another choice not to do it again. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I see too many people out here that, obviously women, because they're the ones that have, you know, giving birth to the children and, and oh. really have the say-so of what they're going to do with the child. That you know they just you know since they get you know because they can be pregnant or can get pregnant they end up having these children some yep. of them can't afford we got pe- we got all kinds of children in foster care right now and mm-hmm. nobody's adopting them except people that you don't want to adopt them and have yep. the nerve to have an opinion about that so mm-hmm. uh, going back to what I said I said something like um, basically if you broke uh, then you should have did I say something like an abortion I'm not looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, you said you said if you were broke, then you shouldn't have any children. You should have an abortion if you're broke. Okay. Yeah, they, 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 they got, yeah, they got real uh nasty with you. But um, and I had your back on it. I had your back on it because you made perfectly good sense. First and foremost, okay, it's once and I don't want to call it no baby a mistake because anybody asks you lay down if you lady or or him into you, mm. but. You know, one child is a mistake, if that's what you want to say. Two children, okay, something, something going on. But past two, and let's say twins, because you can't help it if you have twins or triplets or quads. You can't help that. But past two, now, if yeah. you know what you're doing and you keep right mm-hmm. on doing it, and then you want right. to sit up on Facebook and everywhere and talk about this man, you know he dirty, you know he ain't right, you're sheep laying down right. in a chair, but I'm, I'm going to tell you to shut the fuck up. And they got mad when I said it and blocked me a few people. I don't care. I don't want to hear your mouth. You already know he wrong. Why are you still laying down for some more children you can't afford? Now then, Correct. now you want to complain about people being in your business because they want you to have a drug mm-hmm. test because you're on welfare. All right, mm-hmm. I got chronic kidney disease. 
They telling me I can't get disability because I'm still working with a business. But you sitting there with 15 children like the women sitting in my houses with me, 15 children, you ain't never worked in your life. I'm going to sit there and be happy. I'm going to take my blood tubes and, and choke you to death with them because I'm sitting here when I should be, you know, not working at all. And they act like now it's a proud thing. And it's not. Mm-hmm. There, there's a difference between responsibility and ignorance. And when you continue mm-hmm. to do something you know you can't afford, that's ignorant. Mm-hmm. And, that's and right. as a woman, I ain't going to sit there and praise you. Yes, you, yes, your body belongs to you. You're right about that. But when that damn body right. stands up in front of a white building, whether it's rain, snow, or, or hot as hell out there, getting my tax dollar, you damn right I'm going to say mm-hmm. something about you because I'm about sick of you. It don't make that's no right. sense. Now they're looking at them children. They're raising themselves. You're not raising yes. them, and society mm-hmm. raises them. So again, mm-hmm. it's your body, but all you're doing is being a cow. You're not, you're not mm-hmm. raising anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, what you get mad about that for? Women's mm-hmm. rights is one thing, but see, you don't have the right to have a bunch of children you can't afford either. That's right. I'm just, I'm just, that's and that's right. what me and you were saying, and people got mad at me and you about that, mm-hmm. but it's the damn truth. I'm tired of playing with women and acting like it's okay. It's not. Because those right. children out there have nobody. Like you said, foster care. I didn't seen it because I didn't been in there taking care of kids in a foster care when I was healthy enough to do it. I didn't seen mm-hmm. kids that have been sitting in the orphanages. These mm-hmm. the same damn children you love so much you wanted to have. Why they ass in an orphanage and not up under you? See? Right. But we don't want to talk right. about it that way. See, everybody want to, this generation wants you to give to them as if you owe them. But when they're in the wrong, they don't want to hold accountable. And when we That's try right. to hold them accountable as women, they get mad. But I'm at the point, too many of these kids have nobody. There are way too many children out there sitting in these orphanages. Way too many mm-hmm. sitting in the wrong foster home or sitting in mm-hmm. one waiting to be adopted, like you said, with nobody. Mm-hmm. For all those people who are proactive, where your ass at to adopt some of them children? That's right. Don't talk to no until you post up here that you adopted one. See, mm-hmm. see nobody, everybody want to talk, but don't nobody want to actually look at what the problem is. And it's, mm-hmm. it's people who are not being responsible. Mm-hmm. And I've, yeah. I've told Jay, I've told Butterfly, I've told everybody before you even got up here, Alex, there have been kids that have told me, even my stepson said, his mama told him, go get somebody pregnant and let her live off the system, he ain't got to work. Oh, we step right in mm-hmm. on that, because that's not happening. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there saying it. So what y'all, what y'all yeah. women who are running your mouth, what you say about them? Mm-hmm. All right, now, for Absolutely. We're running your mouth. You're welcome to run your mouth. Economic the comment on that. Uh, Lorenzo, hold on one second. Uh, we got to get the mic to you. Uh, anybody that wants to join us, if you're streaming from your phone, press 1, mm-hmm. and we'll bring you on a rebuttal, Miss Allie or Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady. If you're streaming from your link, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. You know, we're running out of time, so press one if you want to join us and uh, give your opinion. Lorenzo, the mic is yours. Um, I, I want to say because uh, I think sometimes with that, I, I heard that argument from people um, about the thing with the um, with the having the kids you can't afford, and I and really in. In the in the totality of a, of a society, there's there's really no no problem with that. 
And let me tell you the reason why is because, see, we, we, we kind of using two-dimensional thinking, you know, being here in America, and we understand it's, it's a big, wide world. And when you look at countries, you, you'll see a country that's uh, war-torn, um, that's in the grip of a 10-year famine. Um, there's been many countries throughout time. You know, we have to really look at how many how many countries you had with wealth versus the amount of countries that have been in, you know, in some type of poverty or some type of third world, you know, uh, situation. And them people in, you know, different parts of Africa and Central and South America and Asia, they be sitting up there with four, five kids in a, um, in a, uh, in a tin hut. So, I mean, sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes certain generations just have to bear a certain burden, um, you know, to continue on because if we, if we were to say, well, Going through the situation we're going through as black Americans in this land, you know, going through the situations we're going through, going through the cultural and spiritual economic situations we're going through that we shouldn't produce, then you kind of really calling for your own extinction. I mean, yeah, there's people, there's people, there's people that are, you know, they're dealing with certain things and they're carrying certain burdens, but you know, eventually as a people we, we're gonna we're gonna pull through this and, and you know, we can't really you know, uh, um certain things will eliminate the, the unneeded unneeded of us and the ones of us that are able to, you know, continue on and be the people we can be and live up to our full potential. But we can't you know, sometimes you have to do what you do because you will look and see people in different countries. I mean, Europe was gripped by hundreds of years of plague and death and then people still produce you look at people throughout countries that sit up there you know had kids in a war-torn country that be at war 10 and 15 years and they still be having four and five kids so uh, we can't look at it we got to look at it in a different way sometimes but you know that's that's what i want to add to that you know what i respect your view at the same time have you ever talked to a child that kind of wanted to, you know, be comfort. Yeah, have you ever talked to a child that wanted their daddy and mama around, but they wasn't because they didn't have time or they in jail or something like that? Have you ever been around these children? I have. And I'm telling you right now, like, today you got a choice to make. Today you got a choice. Maybe yesterday you didn't, but today you got a choice to make. And I'm telling you right now, as far as extinction, people still going to produce regardless because they can. So that mm-hmm. that's it's not to say no, don't have it. It's just be responsible today. Today, mm-hmm. so, so are you saying? Have, and what I'm saying is these these children have feelings. These children want better. Not everybody mm-hmm. wants to keep continue to grow up in poverty all their life. Sometimes you know I'm saying sometimes some some generations of people have to bear that burden, man. That's what I'm saying. If you look, if you no, look through our history, no, we ain't got to bear nothing, man. You know, that's the problem, man. We burn enough, Lorenzo. How much more? Sir, how much more we can burn, baby? It's too many I'm of them out there. Can, can I ask you a question? There, there have been countries that have been at war. If you look at the world today, there have been countries that have been at some type of war for 20, 30 years, and then people will be sitting up there with four and five kids. You understand that it's been, it's been whole regions, whole countries that have been gripped by hundreds of years of starvation and poverty. That's why we have dark ages. In these different time periods in history, where you had gener- you had literally generations of people through the millenniums, hundreds of years, that had to sit up there and bear a certain type of burden. 
I mean, that's just what it is sometimes. You know what I mean? The United States ain't got no lack of people. And the black folks more exactly become a little bit better. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're going to bring in another caller. But I want to say this to Lorenzo before we bring in another caller. Lorenzo, you know, I do want to say this, and I'm kind of on the fence with all the topics because I want everybody to just like what I have to say. But, uh, but I want to say this though: uh, those countries that are having those children in those under those conditions, they're not they're not necessarily uh, flourishing, you know. Um, just because they've done it, that uh, that doesn't mean that's the uh, the best way. Honey, they flee into those... America. Mm-hmm. What do you to... mean? They flee into America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they're doing. So, so yeah. So, uh, so that I mean, you know. Uh, and then the people that's in America that's doing it, a lot of these people have they have a choice. They can yes. get their self together before they they can with they can uh, prolong childbirth until they have a, a more prosperous uh, life. Honey, uh, birth until three. So did you hear, did you hear my point that, that I was trying to make? I was saying it's, no, it's been it's, it's been whole regions. You had whole regions, whole places that were engulfed that lived hundreds of years and tens of generations in poverty and, and destruction. That's what I'm saying. Like when you, we have to understand that some, some people just have to carry that burden. That's just what, that's what the information tells you. If you look at China, nobody wanted to be a Chinese person 50 years ago. That that country, that society was in a dark place as a people. They just have now recently been able to pick themselves up and be the people that they can be. And I'm saying that yes, it's messed up. Like I said, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. I had, I understand the situation. You know what I'm saying? But it's a thing where some people just gonna have to carry that burden. I mean, that's just what it is. You know. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's, 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 that's the truth. We got way too many children with nobody, so I think we all. Well, we we we've been through two hundred years of plantation. We're going to adopt. We 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 going to adopt some babies. Give me your address. Give me your address. Okay. We're going to plant. We got to bring in some more calls. The more people want to talk, Lorenzo, definitely thank you for the call. We appreciate your opinion. Join us in Blacktopia. You're welcome to to continue this. By joining the uh, the live discussion uh, message board, the live discussion thread topic that we have in the group, Lorenzo, we really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, brother, for that. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna still, have, I'm gonna keep you on, but I'm gonna bring on this next caller. Caller in the four zero four nine nine three. You're on the air. Who is this? Yo, Jay, what's good, man? Demine, how you doing? Good, and you? Hey, Demine. <laughs> Hey, what's good? Mind, what do you want to say about the topic? You know, I, I'm just listening to the topic, and I, it's it's a two way cycle. Really, if you tell people the, if you tell your your people to stop having kids because you're poor, then you know um, you're really <laughs> practicing a form of genocide, which is which is one thing, yeah. but. But you look at all oh, the please. poor people. All you look at all the poor people that made it from poverty. Oh, if you if you look if you look at the stories <laughs> of LeBron James, he was homeless. His parents were homeless. He slept on somebody's couch. But look where he had today. So 
There's Let's no talk about the other hundreds of thousands of children out here. Well, how about them? We didn't talk about just you know, you, one but, one person. We're not, not even talking about a hundred. But if you look, if you look at, if you know anything, if you look at all the most of the, the players that play professional sports or some type of music or something like that, they came from single parents' homes to making millions. Which is so, not guaranteed. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't tell. And my mom was single. She was poor, but she raised seven kids. So to tell somebody not raise the kids because you're poor, that's insane. I think when you have kids, you just have to direct your full attention to the problem or to the situation that you created. And that's like being a parent. Um, and try to, there's no book on parenting, just do the best you can. And it's funny how I, I say this all the time, how we want to give up on our race, but <laughs> we fight for Jesus. It's insane. I, you know, I talk to a lot of homeless kids all the time, oh, and they look and, and and we go into a homeless center. I live in Atlanta, one of the biggest homeless. When you go down the street, there's hundreds of people sleeping on the street in Atlanta. You go to the the homeless shelters. We talk to kids all the time, and I tell them this: I came from a single, a single parent home where my mom raised seven kids on two jobs. You know, but there's don't give up because of that happened. That don't end your no, life. No, 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 no. Nobody for, gives up. Fight, fight, fight for a better life. And if you come from a bad situation, try to break. Don't, don't continue it. Like I came Absolutely. from a dad, a house. I, I came from a household with no dad, but I got two kids, and I come home to my kids every night. So I work hard for my kids. My whole direction changed. You know, I got people that with kids tell me they don't see me in the club anymore, but I tell them I don't see you in the bank. So, you know, my, my, my whole persona is different, and that's what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Just because you're poor don't mean Baby. you can't have kids. Just 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 fight to raise your kids. Just just give it just mm-hmm. the same way you can you can work the same way you can work 80 hours a week for this, and I got for this you. man. That, that, that hit the, hold okay. on, hold on. Let me finish. The okay. same way Hurry you can up, fight please. 80 hours a week. I didn't rush you, so just give me the time. But uh, anyway, the same way, the same way you can rush to work eighty hours a week to go pile up in a club on the weekend, you can work eighty hours a week and raise your kids. That's it. That's, ridiculous. That's all you have to do. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Look, I'm not telling nobody not to have How's it. How's that ridiculous? Literally, that I'm not ridiculous? saying don't have it because people gonna have children regardless. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is today mm-hmm. you have a choice to make. Don't tell mm-hmm. me that you want better finances if you make a back, choice back, like back, that. Uh-huh. Don't tell me. Back then they had choices to make though. Back then they they had the same. We choices. ain't talking about back then. We talking back, about today. Uh-huh. I never been okay. brought up back then. But, I didn't bring up back then. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just I'm, right. I'm just saying either either way you look at it, it's a choice. Either if you get if it's, you got the same choice back then as you got now today, the thing uh-huh. about it is, and you say people fleeing to America, the same people fleeing to America heading right back. You, these you exactly. get to America, America is the America, America is the land, America is the land that America is the land that destroys all. You know, I, I keep saying America is like bleach. It's built to destroy all other races by white. And if, you, if, if, you know, if, if you if you understand that, then if you think you got a better life in America, America has messed black people up so bad that, you know, I, I hear black women say, I'm black and Dominican. There's no such race as black. You're African and Dominican, <laughs> you know? So so there's, you, don't think just because you're in America, it's a better life. You, and education comes with that. not. Ed, ed, education. Either. We talking about the no, children in general. But, That's what we were talking about, about the I'm children. Just, Again, for those who, you know, I'm have a lot to say on it, 
and, and even if you're talking to them, still you got children out there with nobody. That's what we're speaking on. We're speaking on those yes. that keep having children that have nobody. See, you know, y'all want to keep talking on stuff. Well, that, Once again, that's, that's cool. a bunch of kids, cool. you can't take care of. Society ends up taking care of these kids, and it's a problem because these children have no one. They have Trainer, no one. You, you, you can say you, what you, you want. There, they have you, no one. You, you sitting there to say these kids have no one. Let me say, 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 let me Okay. Because okay, I've done okay. it. I, I, and these were kids with somebody who had nine, ten, fifteen kids. That's no excuse. There's hey, no excuse I, I to hear, have that listen, many children. Listen, oh. Listen. We got people keeping on topic. That's what we're talking about. Not the pain. I don't care about clear and blue people. I'm talking about the babies. The innocence you, of the you, baby. Your, your, but your opinion. Straight your up, opinion, these let me, minds. Y'all let, act like these children me, don't have hearts. You act like these children don't have a mind. I mean, they talking about everything me, but the kids. But let me say this. Just exactly. You, you, you talking okay, about like this has you, to be. It doesn't have to be. Everybody has a choice. No, I just told you. I don't care about the pants and the black and blue and the Ethiopian. We talking about the baby. That's what we talking about. Straight up. That's all we talking about. The baby. Okay. Period. Let me say this. Jay, let me say this, because, you know, you, can, you can't talk with me about it. But just, listen, just because you grow just because. DeMond, after you make this point, DeMond, after you make this point, we have to, uh, we certainly have to wrap it up. Uh, but go ahead and make this right quick. Let me, let me. Let me say this. I said my mom raised seven kids on her own, working two jobs. Even though I had a mom knowing that she coming home, do you? I didn't know when she was coming home or how she was coming home. So even though I had a mom, it's still lonely, but that's still no excuse. I didn't fail. I didn't. I didn't let my life go down the drain because of, of the choice that she made and how she worked to get herself out of the situation. Nobody so when, when you sit there, when you yeah. sit there, yeah. I, nobody. Yeah. Did, no, but you saying kids. You saying kids don't have. They don't have nobody. But even though I had a mom, it still felt like I didn't have anybody because I barely saw my mom. I saw my mom an hour each day, Monday through Friday. When I woke up, she was getting dressed to go what? to work. By the time she got home, I was sleeping. So it's just like I didn't have any Jay, But I still made the best of it. We're going to continue. Uh, DeMond, uh, thank you for calling These in. People, we appreciate it. DeMond's new You need better guests. Uh, uh, <laughs> DeMond, no, what, what, what did you say? Allie, what did Allie, you say? Barbara, hold on. Hold on. DeMond, just thank mute you for him. calling. Just mute him. <laughs> mute DeMond, you. thank you for calling. We'll, 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 we'll continue this uh, on, a, on another show. Uh, Allie, uh, we're about to wrap this. Allie, is there anything you want to say? Right yeah, quick? straight up. Look, I ain't got time to play with y'all. Y'all talking about everything but what it is. Let's talk about just being better. That's what we're talking about, right? Destructive. Mm-hmm. If you know you have a choice to make, make that choice today. We ain't talking about that your mama had or whoever had all kinds of children. You guys are here today, so of course you got to make it. 
But we got to make better choices as well now that you're here. But before you get here, if if your mom has an opportunity to to have a better life, then do that. Quit making, quit uh, having all these excuses of, well, you know, we just got to have some poor people in this. And no, we don't. It's a choice for everybody to be better. Mm-hmm. This is a world of pro- uh, uh, prosperity, but it's up to you and your well, mind. Well, yeah, well, yeah, Barbara, anything you want to say real quick? It's been a great show, and I don't know where Red went, but thank you, Red. Appreciate you, baby. <laughs> Red, red, I'm just listening <laughs> and chiming in to my people on my channel on social media that's listening in and won't press one to holler at me. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody. <laughs> I appreciate this opportunity. I'm just like, I'm just sitting here chilling. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you, Red. Uh, plug something right quick. Plug, plug your social media, how people can get in touch with you. Oh, you can find me on Facebook as Redfields or FSM Enterprise. You can find me on Instagram at Redfields, CEO and founder, Twitter um, at FSM for Life. And I also want to plug um, the Fashion Gala Awards 2019, Bigger and Better, being held in Orlando, Florida, March the 8th through the 10th. Me and my daughter are nominated for some awards. Go to Google. Um, type in Ms. B Production and uh, Ms. B Productions page will come up. Scroll down, type in my name, Kalina Redfields, and Zania Fields. Um, Zania is voted, um, nominated for Best Kid Model, um, nominated for Best Standard Model, and Best Host. Um, y'all vote for us. All right, vote for everybody. Vote for vote for them. All right, you've been listening to Blacktopia <laughs> Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Miss Allie the Communicator, and I'm just some guy named Jay. We do this every Tuesday night. Thank you all for listening. Good night. Night. Happy Thanksgiving. Good night.